August 5th, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning at verse 18. We'll go through chapter 2 and verse 5. I, Paul, know very well how foolish the message of the cross sounds to those who are on the road to destruction. But we who are being saved recognize this message as the very power of God. As the scriptures say, I will destroy human wisdom and discard their most brilliant ideas. So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? God has made them all look foolish and has shown their wisdom to be useless nonsense. Since God in His wisdom saw to it that the world would never find Him through human wisdom, He has used our foolish preaching to save all who believe. God's way seems foolish to the Jews because they want a sign from heaven to prove it is true. And it is foolish to the Greeks because they believe only what agrees with their own wisdom. So when we preach that Christ was crucified, the Jews are offended, and the Gentiles say it's all nonsense. But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the mighty power of God and the wonderful wisdom of God. This foolish plan of God is far wiser than the wisest of human plans, and God's weakness is far stronger than the greatest of human strength. Remember, dear brothers and sisters, the few of you who were wise in the world's eyes, or powerful, or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God deliberately chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And He chose those who are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important, so that no one can ever boast in the presence of God. God alone made it possible for you to be in Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made Christ to be wisdom itself. He is the one who made us acceptable to God. He made us pure and holy, and He gave Himself to purchase our freedom. As the Scriptures say, the person who wishes to boast should boast only of what the Lord has done. Dear brothers and sisters, when I first came to you, I didn't use lofty words and brilliant ideas to tell you God's message. For I decided to concentrate only on Jesus Christ and His death on the cross. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. I did not use wise and persuasive speeches, but the Holy Spirit was powerful among you. I did this so that you might trust the power of God rather than human wisdom. If I were to tell someone, look, you need to give your life away, they would probably ask, why? By the mercies of God. Because of God's mercies demonstrated to you through Jesus Christ, give your life away. You say, well, what are these mercies? First of all, it's a plural the multifaceted mercies of God. I mean, it doesn't matter how you look at it, you're always going to come up with a, a bigger and better picture. You look at mercies of God from one side and you think, well, maybe it's one-dimensional like most things in our life, but then you get behind the thing and you realize you discover something completely new. And then you go to one side or another, or you go below and look up, or you go up and look down and you try to grasp, the, comprehend the beauty of this mercy that's been given to you. And you say, what mercy? The fact that we were all lost 
and deserved condemnation. The fact that we could not save ourselves by our own works and didn't even want to. The fact that God sent His only begotten, precious, holy Son to die on a tree carrying our sin and condemned under our judgment. And when He died, He paid the price. And after paying the price, He rose again from the dead. And 40 days later, He was exalted in the heavens. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And He sat there as God's man for you. And He ever lives to intercede on your behalf. Now, do you need more motivation? Because if you do, you're lost. If you need me to tell you that if you serve God, you'll get a Mercedes, you're lost. If you need me to tell you that if you serve God, He'll heal your body and fix every one of your problems, if you need that, you're lost. If Jesus is not enough to motivate you to godly living, you don't know Jesus. So let us keep it simple. Christ and Christ alone. No one else. I have need of nothing else.